Hey everyone, and welcome back to 30 Extra Lives, the podcast. I'm your host, Tom Lynch, and we're back here for episode... Oh no, it's been so long, I don't even know what episode number it is. That's so professional of me. Uh, episode 18. Uh, so, uh, for those of you that are uh, wondering where we've been... Um, well, you should have known because you should be following me on social media and yada, yada, yada. But we were off recording Scary Time Tober uh, for 2017. All through October, we played scary video games. Uh, and I just kind of want to run down it and talk a little more about the actual games. Um, so if you want to watch the videos yourself, uh, head over to YouTube to, YouTube.com slash Thomas A. Lynch. Uh, I've got a playlist right there for you, Scary Time Over 2017. You can also see the playlists of previous years, which uh, which were always fun to do. How many do I have? Let's see. I started doing Scary Time Over in 2013. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, tons of scary video games, uh, me being bad at various scary video games are available for you. Uh, again, youtube.com slash Thomas A. Lynch. Um, but yeah, so, so if, if you watch those videos, uh, I don't really, I don't spend the time to kind of investigate each game. Uh, it's more about kind of you know just making an entertaining little video um so i'm i had the list up and then it my internet broke for there it goes okay uh so really i'm trying to make like you know i make a funny video uh of me playing a game being scared of it whatever but i'm not really there to show off or discuss or really talk about it so i figured i'd do that here um so yeah Let's uh, let's just start from the top. We played uh, a bit of Alien Isolation for the PS4. Um, actually, all the games were for the PS4. Uh, my PC is rapidly getting older, uh, somehow aging faster than time should allow. Uh, so we had to skip PC games this year. Uh, hopefully, I'll be having I'll have an upgraded one by next year, but we'll see how that goes. So we start with Alien Isolation, uh, and I booted up from the beginning of the game, which turned out to be a bad idea. Uh, that game is a very slow start. I never even got to see an alien. Uh, there were whispers of an alien. Uh, but then also the game crashed twice. So I had an easy out on that one. Uh, I'm actually not sure if I'm going to get back to it uh, kind of ever. Uh, it's it, it seemed cool, but if it's going to crash every time it has to load into a uh, video sequence, I don't think I have that in me. Um, but overall, it's a cool game. It looks incredible. Uh, they capture the look and feel of the Alien uh, franchise uh, really, really well. Um, and, you know, I like the idea of, of following up the story. You know, you're Ripley's daughter trying to find Ripley and, and find out what happened to her. Uh, it, it just it has a lot of neat ideas. Um, the way it builds atmosphere uh, is great. You know, there's a lot of sounds going on around you, a lot of shadows, it plays with the dark. Um, I just wish it kind of, it it just kept running. Uh, I, they, they've got some good ideas there, but, you know, I'm not sure that I'll ever truly see them. Uh, so next I played uh, The Last of Us Left Behind, which is the DLC download to The Last of Us. Uh came out 
God four years ago or something like that, and I finally got around to playing it uh, three years ago. I have the year right in front of me, and I just ignored it. it came out in 2014. Um, so this was a downloadable standalone game uh, about Ellie and uh, what happened with her and her best friend uh, prior to the events of The Last of Us intercut with her, what happens while Joel is injured, and how she kind of helps him out. The entire game's about two hours long. I did play through the whole thing. Uh, the video online consists of kind of the middle hour-ish uh, of time. Uh, and it, they still, you know, it shouldn't be surprising. The story to The Last of Us was incredible. So they're still good at writing a story. They're still good at writing characters. Uh, they present an incredible story, at least in the uh, the flashback half with Ellie. And, um, of course, I can't remember her name, but uh, Ellie's friend. Um and and then yeah, it just you know the way the game looks, the way the characters emote, like they talk to each other, like they're real people, like it, it all it all comes together really well. Um, the <laughs> big issue I had with it was that I forgot how to play that game. So you know, obviously, it's meant to be played after playing The Last of Us when all that stuff's still fresh in your mind. Um, but picking it up three years after the fact, I was throwing glass bottles at walls uh, I just I didn't know how to fight I didn't know when I was supposed to run away uh, it was just I, I had a bad time with the combat sequences and just kind of lucked out into finishing that thing but it was really cool uh, I like I like the world of The Last of Us I am curious about the sequel that's coming out Last of Us Part 2 I think it's due out next year I actually don't know about that but I'd like to see what they do I don't like the trailers they've put out so far, or I, I suppose the one trailer from the uh, Paris Games Week. Um, that talks, it's it talks, it's too too violent, too grim. Like that's not that doesn't sell me on the game. That doesn't make me want to do make me want to play that game anymore. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but I'll withhold judgment. Blah blah blah. Uh, next up, we played some Until Dawn, uh, and that is a game that. Me and my friend have been, me and John, John's on that video, uh, we've been playing on and off for a solid year, uh, if not more. Um, so hopefully we'll get back and finish it. We're in the last like two hours of the game, so uh, two hours of game time hours, not uh, real time hours. It'll probably take another hour-ish to finish completely. Um, that's a cool game. It's uh, it's It's mechanically it's pretty light uh it's a very much a choose your own adventure book but the characters they give you uh are are well written um you know they're all high school idiots uh running around and you know their parents uh man words are escaping me tonight uh in their uh you know winter cabin and you know it turns out that there's an axe murderer going around killing people um and we just got to the twist of the game uh, uh, where they reveal who is what turns out to be one of the killers, but there are, there's more than one person running around doing stuff. Uh, and they kind of they kind of reveal the twist, and then you've still got a while to go, so I'm curious to see how that wraps up. Uh, I think it's a fun game. It's really good to play with multiple people, you know, play through the end of a chapter, hand the controller off. Uh, I have an incredible run of murdering someone in basically every time I've touched the controller. So I'm shocked that in this uh in this recording no one died, but you know. 
Until Dawn is cool. You should play Until Dawn. It's probably super cheap right now. Just go just go get it. Just go get it and play it. You know, play it with friends. It's it's an incredible experience. So yeah, the last real game we played was Resident Evil 7. And that, again, with John, is one we've been playing on and off for, I guess, since March? February? March? Whenever that game came out? Uh, Resident Evil 7 is very similar to Alien Isolation. Um, I mean, not only in mechanics, it is first person, um, but it, it's just the way they build the world around you, the way they set up atmosphere is so uh, just awful. <laughs> I mean, awful in a good way. Like, I don't want to be in that world. I don't want to be in that game when I'm playing it. Uh, I have ended up being the wheelman on that game somehow. I, I guess I'm uh, a little better at first-person mechanics than John is, so... And also, it's scary as hell, so he doesn't mind handing it off to me, uh, which is fair. I've watched him play enough scary games. It's probably about time I pick up the slack on that one. But we're probably about a third of the way through that game now, uh, maybe a little more than that. I guess the game, if the game's like 10 hours, we played 3 to 5, uh, somewhere in there. Uh, it's cool. It's it's interesting. I, I think... I know in the DLC, Chris Redfield is in there, and, and I think what made Resident Evil 7 interesting to start was that it didn't carry on any of the old game's legacies. You know, there's no Redfield, there's there's no Leon. Um, so far, there's no mention of any T or G or B virus or however many other viruses they ended up with at the end of that series. I still have to play through Resident Evil 6, so I don't know how that ended up. Um but they do they do a great job of rebooting that series. I, I wonder what they'll do with Resident Evil going forward. I believe this game sold well for them, so presumably they're working on Resident Evil 8. Um, I can't believe they went with 7 and didn't just call it like the Resident Evil, but uh, but they did unify the names, so now it's Resident Evil Biohazard. Um, it's just cool. It's cool stuff. Uh, I... Oh, I'd like to get back to it. It's so scary. I'm such a weenie. <laughs> it's such a scary game, but we'll uh, I'll get back to that at some point and hopefully finish it. Um, and then, you know, as I do every year for the Halloween episode, I, I like to play, uh, you know, not really a scary game, but a themed game. Uh, and this year we played Zombies Ate My Neighbors for the Super Nintendo. I think we made it to level like 10, 15, somewhere in there. And I guess there are 50 levels, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, that game's fun. That's a great co-op game. You know, it's it's not super complicated. It becomes unbearably hard at a point, and we only made it, you know, a fifth of the way through the game. And I'm sure it's something you kind of learn how to get around, but it just felt like uh, it feels kind of cheap in the way a lot of those games of, of that time felt. Uh, you know, it's you would rent that game, you know, play it for a weekend, get so far, return it, and then that was it. Like, that was the end of your time with that game. Um, I, you know, as I am a weenie today, I was a triple-sized weenie when I was a kid, so any game that had zombies in the title, I didn't play. I was afraid of it. So, uh, so this was my first real experience with the game, and it was, uh, it was fun. I actually had it running on my, uh, SNES Classic that I hacked and threw some new games on there, um, and that SNES Classic is still really cool. It's a really piece, really, really piece of hardware. It's a piece of hardware, you know. It's a cool piece of hardware. Um, you know, it's 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 cool. I, I talked enough about it in the last episode. So that was Scary Time Tober, and uh, that's why you know 
we took a break from the podcast because, uh, you know, I am a one-man band here at 30 Extra Live Studios. Uh, so when I want to do a video of the week, um, that takes away from the time that I would be recording the podcast. Uh, it also takes away from drawing uh, comics because uh, making video content takes probably three times as long as uh, a podcast uh, and twice as long as a comic. So, you know, time becomes short after a while. You, know, you kind of have to pick and choose your battles. Uh, that's also why there's no new comics this week. Uh, I need to recharge a little bit, um, you know, doing the Scary Time Tober thing, hitting comics three days a week. Uh, it became a little too much. I, I exhausted myself a bit creatively, so I need to take a little time, kind of rejuvenate and come back next week uh, so I can build up a little bit of a buffer too. So uh, this is your Tom Lynch fix for the week of November 13th. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, but I also want to cover a second topic in today's episode, so you're not out of the woods just yet. On November 12th, maybe it was the 11th, this past weekend, we're just going to say, because I don't know, I'm coming into this one really prepared in case you guys can't tell. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the uh, 2012 edition, uh, the Nickelodeon produced version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has finished. Um, It's over. They made five seasons, which was surprising to look up, but I guess they basically did a year. Every year they did a season. Um, kids' shows are weird these days. They don't do seasons like they used to. Um, but yeah, they, they wrapped up season five of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which they called Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is cool. It's, it's good to use that title. Uh, I always thought that was a good title for a spinoff. I kind of can't believe that there's a Ninja Turtles universe book and not, and it's not called Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, seems like kind of a missed opportunity. Like, if you're already just building on nostalgia and what came before you, why would you name your spinoff? Unless you're planning a Tales uh, relaunch or a, or a third comic, which I don't put past IDW, um, look at what they did with Transformers, and look at why I don't read Transformers anymore. Uh, there's at least two ongoings, there's always a miniseries or two going on, and then the crossovers, so we'll see what they do with Ninja Turtles. Uh, but back to the topic at hand, the cartoon, the 3D animated, CG animated, I don't really know what the right, the 3D rendered, I, I feel like there are 10 different terms for, uh, you know, the the animation, the animated cartoon that is uh, made out of polygons. But uh, it's over, you know. Um, we got five full years of the show. Uh, we lost uh, Leonardo two years in, Jason Biggs. Uh, he checked out. Seth Green checked in. And I'm not a huge Seth Green fan, but he did a good job. You know, I, I didn't really... For the first few episodes, I'm like, oh, great. Now I'm just hearing Seth Green. But that kind of went away as the show went on. Um, so this isn't going to be... I, I want to do a deeper dive into the show as a, as a whole um, in a later episode. But uh, I just want to kind of talk about it in, in a, a bigger scope. I, I think they did a really good job with the property. And... Uh, as much as I kind of cringe saying things like that, um, like the property and then and, and 
you know, the production and all that kind of stuff, because I feel like I'm buying into, you know, marketing culture, but I mean, whatever, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, trying to take the high road on liking the Ninja Turtles when I just, I like Ninja Turtles. So who cares? Um, but I think they did, they did a really good job. Um, I think the show is a lot darker and a lot more adult than I was expecting, which is both good and bad. Um, I think if you look at the 2003 Ninja Turtles and the last two to three seasons of that, when they went into the future, um, that became a little too kitty for me. Um, like I didn't, there weren't storylines that I could attach to and kind of watch. And I know, um, apparently you know, the show got a little darker as it was getting canceled, but it's not necessarily dark that I want. It's, it's, it's mature. And those are two different things. And I think those things get conflated by people a lot thing. A thing doesn't have to be evil and, and scary and dark to be mature. You just need to, it just needs to be written for uh, a crossover audience. Um, man, I wish I could remember who I was talking to. It might've been, I forget who it was. It was, I think it might've been Fred Van Lente. Um, uh, he was at the signing. I don't remember who it was I was talking to. I feel bad about this. But they were talking about this this type of concept of what to do, uh, of how cartoons can work. And, and, and good cartoons work on two levels, that it can be enjoyed by adults and kids at the same time. And so, you know, he referenced things like, uh, at the time, My Little Pony was just coming up big as, as like at that new relaunch. And, you know, he was saying that show operates on that. But I think this you know, 2012 Ninja Turtles operated on that type of spectrum. It was a, it was a show that kids could watch and enjoy. And I know that because my godson would watch it and he liked it. Um, but also I watched it and liked it and I could get into it and I can enjoy it. Um, it was never, you know, it was never the greatest thing on TV. I mean, obviously they had to pull some punches here and there. And, um, but I mean, really they got, you know, they did a great job, um, with, with handling some pretty heavy stuff, uh, there were, you know, there were scary episodes, but, you know, that's not what really attracted me to the show or the turtles at all. It's just, they were able to write them with a kind of, with things had meaning, things had weight, actions had meaning. Um, when things happened in the show that carried on through, you know, learning that Karai uh, was actually Splinter's daughter. You know, that's a storyline they were able to carry on for several seasons. And they never made it too dark or too creepy, except for, you know, one or two bits here or there. But they did a good job of letting that kind of exist within a world where a kid could still watch that show and still get something out of it. Um, and then that, you know, the writing of that show is, is very good. Um and hey, they killed Splinter, um, which has only happened in the Mirage Ninja Turtles. I don't think Splinter died in the 2003 show. He definitely didn't die in the 87 show. Did he? No, he didn't die in the movies. It might just be the Mirage comics in this show where Splinter died, and that's that's pretty incredible. Um, that's really incredible, actually. Now that I think about it, there have been so many editions of the Ninja Turtles, uh, that, so that be the only two times where Splinters died is, is pretty heavy stuff. And they did a good job with that episode. Uh, I think when they came back 
with Tales of the Ninja Turtles, uh, bringing back Shredder was a bad idea. I think that took a lot of it took a lot of the weight off of Splinter's death um, to make to have Shredder just come back, and then you know the turtles had to fight him again. Um, I feel like they should have left him dead. Yeah, we'll we'll dig, I'll dig into that more later. I'm constructing my thoughts as I talk about it here. Um, but yeah, it's sad to see the show go. Uh, I know he started this uh, podcast talking about how much I dislike the idea of ending the show and doing the new the new show that will happen next year, I guess. Um, but I can see how they think that this version of the Turtles has run its course. Um once they, and I think the problem is that once they killed Splinter, that show became aimless. So they did the Tales thing, you know, do three or four episodes of stories, which was good, but without something to kind of tie everyone together, um, I can see why, like, they, they could have, what they should have done is moved on, you know, done some bigger Triceraton thing, introduce a new villain, something, but they made Shredder such a focal point. Uh, that once they killed him, it's either, you know, it's it's either end the show or come up with something new, and they chose to end the show, um, and come up with something new in a whole new version of the show. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, the the rumors about it are that um, it will be more kid friendly. Uh, so I'm curious if it's a show I can get into and enjoy. Uh, I'll definitely give it a shot, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll all see that together. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm sad to see this version of the show go. Uh, I wish they would put out, like, decent season sets of the show, or at least some way to stream it or watch it or something. I I feel like it's all just kind of up in the ether. Uh, kind of the same way the 2003 series ended up. Um, I, as far as I know, there's no legal way to obtain that entire series, which is a bummer. So I have like DVDs of the first like season and a half and then I downloaded like season three and then I have season four but only half the episodes because they put out weird DVD sets. It's um, it's a bizarre thing uh, what's going on with Ninja Turtles but we'll, we'll see what happens there. So uh, speaking of Ninja Turtles, be sure to come back next week because uh, we are back to the next mutation. Uh, it's been a while and i've forgotten a lot about what happened in that show but we're gonna pick back up where you left off we're gonna watch the next episode and we are going to next mutate together you and i we're gonna have some fun so uh yeah i think that's going to do it uh for our return to form here at 30 extra lives the podcast as always follow us on twitter at T Lynch one one seven. I also have at Thirty Extra Lives registered. I haven't quite set that one up. There's kind of nothing there yet. But if you want to follow that to get a head start on stuff, you know, feel free. Um, uh, the web comics uh, not happening this week, but we'll pick back up next week, uh, every Monday and Friday, uh, and then and that's at thirtyextralives.com. And then every Wednesday, the cat who always dies dot com for our sister comic. Uh, obviously, you know, hey, if you're not caught up, you haven't been reading the comics because you haven't listened to the podcast. Uh, there's a ton out there for you. Just head on down and, and start hitting previous, and you'll back up and uh, you know 
get caught up in what you missed. Uh, come back every Tuesday right here for this podcast, 30extralives.com slash podcast. Uh, you can, you know, if you're listening to us, you already found us on iTunes, Google Play for 30 Extra Lives, the podcast. Uh, and emails. Or send me some emails at 30extralives at gmail.com. Um... Uh, you know, trying to get an email show together. If you have uh, questions, comments, concerns, you know, you want to know, you know, if you should invest in land or if you just want to know if you should be buying a PS4 or an Xbox 360 for the holiday season, drop me a line. I will help you out with that. Uh, So that's about it for me. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. Thank you for coming back. I super, super appreciate it. Uh, And yeah, I have been Tom Lynch, and you've been awesome. See you later. Now we're talking? Yeah! I've got an idea! Ah, sewer apples!